Very good evening to all brothers and sisters in the Dhamma. Today is Tuesday class, 4th July 2023. So we'll be continuing our sharing from this book, The Wonderful Dhamma Lotus Flower Sutta. We are on page 467. So as usual, before we commence, we will have our physical puja. Let us compose our mind, develop the faith, and get up. Namo Pensu Sujia Monifo. Namo Pensu Sujia Monifo. Namo Pensu Sujia Monifo. Namo Kuan Sing Pusa. Namo Kuan Sing Pusa. Namo Kuan Sing Pusa. Namo Ami Tofo. Namo Ami Tofo. Namo Ami Tofo. Namo Milofo. Namo Milofo. Namo Milofo. Namo Pusian Pusa. Namo Pusian Pusa. Namo Pusian Pusa. Namo Tisangwang Pusa. Namo Tisangwang Pusa. Namo Tisangwang Pusa. Namo Fo Pusa. Namo Fo Pusa. Namo Fo Pusa. Arahang Sama Sambuto Bagawa. Buddhang Bhagavantang Abhiwatemi Suakato Bhagavata Dhammo Dhammang Namasami Supatipano Bhagavato Saokasango Sanghang Namami Namo Atasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Atasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Atasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Buddhang Saranang Gachami Dhammang Saranang Gachami Sanghang Saranang Gachami Dutiyampi Buddhang Saranang Gachami Dutiyampi Dhammang Saranang Gachami Dutiyampi Sanghang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Buddhang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Dhammang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Sanghang Saranang Gachami Panatipata Viramani Sikapadang Smadiyami Adina dana veramani sikapadang samadhyami 
สิกขาเมสุเมจาจารามิโมสวาดาเวรมณีสิกขาพดังสมาธิยามิสุรามิรายามาจาปมาดัทธานะเวรมณีสิกขาพดังสมาธิยามิปฏิปาปูจากันนะสารปฏิเทนะดิเพนะตามะตังสีนะตีโลกะดิปังสัมบุตังปูญายามิตามโมนุดังกันนะสัมบาร
significance of offering of flowers. May this constant offering of flowers to the Blessed One strengthen our faith and constantly remind us of the impermanence of this body so that we will diligently and sincerely strive on to cultivate sila, samadhi, and panya, leading to ultimate liberation, the bond-free nibbana, and making of overall aspiration. By the power of these merits, born of these offerings, may our spiritual faculties of sadha, virya, siddhi, samadhi, and panya be further strengthened until they become balas of powers, sharing and transfer merge to all beings. May these merits be shared and transferred to all beings without exception, especially to those who have the condition and affinity to receive them. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Okay, let us pay respect to Pajan. Bhutang Pajan. Dhamang Pajan. Sanghang Pajan. So this awareness-based meditation is very important. Always remember, like the word imply, we are here to develop the ability to be aware within. That's why it's called awareness-based meditation. So what we need to understand is there are four support that will support you to develop this awareness-based meditation. The first three are very important. Initially, you can do this first three support leading to the stability of awareness within is already good enough. Mm. The first support is very easy. Just relax. No need to do anything. Relax your entire body and mind. Feel yourself suitingly relaxed, completely at ease. Relax. Whatever mind state that arises, relax into it. Wherever you felt any tension, tightness or stress within your physical or mental, relax into it. Then after that, don't do anything. Don't try to know, don't try to do. Just silence your mind completely and maintain awareness. Just away, finish. Whatever arises, away, finish. It can be a thought, it can be a tactile, or it can be anything that trigger of contact between the sense bases and the mind. Like from your hearing, smell, taste, tactile, or thought process. You just away, finish. Away, finish. Then the third support is to stabilize this awareness. And as you continue to train yourself in this way, your body and mind will be in a state of tranquility, stillness, silent inner awareness without thought.
Uh, initially, due to your lack of spiritual faculty, your heedless daily life and living, it tend towards conditioning you into heedless thinking. That thinking process will continue to manifest. Uh, and because of that, you find it difficult to become quiet, difficult to maintain the inner peace, inner awareness, to be in the meditative state. But don't worry. Yeah. Whatever movement or activity from your thought process, just understand that these are heedless thinking that continue because you lack the stability or spiritual faculty to be in the meditative state. So to reverse all this, you apply the first three support. Just relax, no thinking. Maintain awareness, no thinking. Away, finish. Away, finish. Then continue to allow the awareness to stabilize. Uh, then you will come to realize a movement that is very, very soothing. Everything like slow down, slow down until it becomes very quiet, very peaceful. Then suddenly like no more movement. Then you experience what they call the quiet moment, the silent moment where your mind doesn't think doesn't create sankara activity, doesn't create any movement, then the whole mind becomes very quiet, very still. And this is the moment of realization that apart from the thinking mind, there is another nature within that is without thought. Then when it arises, you will be able to become aware of that nature. That nature is your awareness nature. That is the what we call your true mind, your silent mind, your meditative mind that is needed for you to develop understanding, to develop the wisdom. So continue this training. Then for those who already have the understanding, you have already stabilized that mindfulness within or awareness within, then you don't need to do anything. You can go straight away to your heart area, maintain awareness there, silent everything, and let the nature meditate on its own. Because the fourth support is trust, T-R-U-S-T. Trust your nature to meditate. means no more interference from the thought process. The awareness that is aware will detect by itself. As long as it's around the heart area, it will detect. Whatever vibration or heartbeat around the heart area, it will detect. When it detects, allow it to be, then it will stay at the 
location where the vibration or heartbeat that you can detect stay there. Be aware of whatever phenomena that arise and let that mind become quiet. Let the mind become just aware of whatever activity or movement until that activity or movement also become very quiet and very still. Uh, then it will do its own movement. Uh, Sometimes if you are ready, you have the stability of city awareness and understanding that nature will detect the gateway. Then when it detects the gateway, the cultivator of the way will understand yeah, something will happen. Yeah, normally, it's the movement of external energy, your yin-yang energy, that is still quite uh, gross or quite uh, crude. That one will start to melt inside. Yeah. And whatever that happens, as it go through that gateway, it becomes pure energy. Yeah. So different people experience the movement differently. Yeah. But ultimately, those who go through, they will know. Then that movement is by itself. No thinking involved, no thought involved, no interference from the brain, the memory. It's just that nature's movement activity. Then the internal transformation whatever that arise and happen within, the awareness nature will understand, you will know. Because there is this awareness. After the meditation, you can recollect and you can know what is happening. Yeah. What are the byproducts? What are the movement activity and all things and what transform inside. So all this, you will develop the understanding. But for most people, you don't need to do the four support. You know, the first three support is enough. Yeah. You can slowly, mindfully come out of the meditation yeah. and try to maintain whatever inner peace, inner calmness, and inner awareness that you have developed for as long as you can. Yeah. The awareness within is very important. Maintain the inner awareness at all times. When you are with the awareness, that is your true mind. That is the nature that can observe and develop understanding. When you are there, aware without thought, you are in the meditative state, city. Invocation to the Devas. In this universe, in the entirety, let the deities or devas come here. Let them hear the good teachings of the king of sages, which gives heaven and release, Nibbana. This is the time to listen to the teaching. This is the time to listen to the teaching. This is the time to listen to the teaching. Samantha Chakawali Su 
between awareness and consciousness. We just finished editing and proofreading the book. So actually today, Brazil accidentally sent it to the Mai Kaye Meta website. 
So I told him it's okay. Don't worry, just let things be and it is meant to be. So those who have not read this book or listened to the sharing, because the sharing was, I think, done in the year 2019 in one of the Thursday class at Brother Suyan's house. So at that time, that sharing was very unique, very complete, and that video which was recorded, we had the audio file, the video file, and also the whiteboard link. You watch the video, then you read the transcript book, you will understand better. Otherwise, you cannot get the understanding of how the sharing was delivered because at that time when we did the sharing I was using mostly our Malaysian colloquial language to deliver so when we did the transcript if it's a transcript in a book form it may not be easy for people to understand unless they listen to the video. But anyway, thanks to some Kayamitas who helped out and the feedback, especially Sister Chui last time, we managed to improve on the flow. And we actually try to edit some of the uh, use of words and language so that it is more conducive for people who read uh, based on English language uh, understanding. Means if you are English educated, then when you read, at least it's more readable. Eh? But certain aspects of the colloquial description are still there. So when you go through, you will understand. But if you listen to the video, then it's like it's no problem with the colloquial language and the video will give you the understanding so when you read through this type of transcript you make sure you understand the style that was delivered and approach then the other thing is that video that sharing is very beautiful and very complete in its own and there are a lot of very clear, lucid explanation of what this uh, teaching is. We call it the awareness and consciousness. Then consciousness, Mahayana, they expand on it. They come up with the nine type of consciousness. Whereas Theravada, we only have the Pali word Vijnanam, but it is good enough. If you have the mindfulness, the stability of mindfulness and the wisdom and the understanding, then you can, inside in the phenomena, penetrate the Dhamma to develop the clear understanding of the Theravada traditions teaching, especially the five aggregates of five form and mind. Once you understand that and you are able 
to have the stability of mindfulness to see the Patija Samupada or dwelling within your own form and mind, then you will clearly understand how the Mahayana subdivide into that nine type of consciousness. No different. It's basically the five aggregate of form and mind leading to the cessation of form and mind. So the first eight consciousness, they are the same as the five aggregates of form and mind. Because the five aggregate of form and mind, they have a common denominator, the mundane mind, which can develop the perception. And because we have the five physical senses, our eye, ear, nose, tongue, tactile, and brain become the sixth sender. So the common denominator is the mundane mind. When you perceive through that mundane mind, that becomes the sixth consciousness. The first five are the five physical basic consciousness. We call it the seeing consciousness, the hearing consciousness, the smell, taste, tactile. These are the first five of consciousness. Then the sixth one is actually thought consciousness. But this thought consciousness can only arise when there is perception. That's why perception is the sixth consciousness. And that aggregate of mind is common to all the first five physical senses too. Then because of that perception, it triggers what we call the respective sense door consciousness. Yeah. Then from the sixth consciousness, yeah, this is the one that brings the external form into the mind. So the mind also have its five aggregates. Basically, apart from the mental aggregates of Vedana, Sanya, Sankara, Minyanang, the external form that the Sanya brings in becomes the five aggregate. Then when you create thought activity, upon contact there is this what they call movement of consciousness if the former mind doesn't have the wisdom and the dhamma then that sankara sanya inside there we call it the sankara aggregate that one become discriminative because it's not enlightened yet that one is deluded Egoic. So this Sankara becomes the seven consciousness. It creates discrimination. And at the moment of discrimination, based on your memory, your views, your opinion, conditioning, belief system, whatever accumulated uh, experiences that you have gone through in life, both good and bad, wholesome and unwholesome, including all the negative psychological memories. They were conditioned the form and mind to stir and react. That's how you create discrimination. Your like and dislike, pleasant and unpleasant sense experience, 
your preference, your craving, your desire, your selfishness, your fear, your phobia, your insecure, all this becomes the activity of the seven consciousness. So that seven consciousness becomes the discriminative consciousness. So that one is your discriminative mind. Yeah. So from there, you input the content of consciousness. Then the content of consciousness will trigger off the eight consciousness, which is basically, we call it Namaru, Namarupa, the fourth link of the Paticca Samupada. The fourth link before the content goes in, it is pure consciousness without the content. That is the third link, Vijnanam. So that Vijnanam is the pure consciousness. Like the Buddha said, in the seeing, there's only the seeing consciousness. No one to see. No egoic mind. But the moment the egoic mind come in and it input the content, it become Namaru or Namarupa. The five aggregate of form and mind. Yeah. So this five aggregate of form and mind is what we call the thought. So that thought become a consciousness. So that is what they call the eight consciousness or the alaya consciousness. Or some call it the storehouse consciousness. Where this one is the accumulation of all your coming imprints, your coming mental intention, formation, everything is inside there. So the Mahayana try to like give an analogy, just like our physics experiment, upon contact of the switch with the bulb and the battery, then it trigger off the light bulb to light up. The lighting up is like you become conscious, conscious of what you see what you hear, what you smell, what you taste, what you tactile feel and think. So this part, when you become conscious, is very important. So instead of this physical experiment, the Mahayana also come out with the word organ. He said our seven consciousness is like the organ inside the mind. So this organ need what? Need sense data. So the sense data come in from the sanya aggregate, perception aggregate. So when you perceive, that is the sense data that come in. That upon contact of mind with the sense data, what happened is the light bulb lights up. So they say that sense organ, which is the seven consciousness, trigger of the eight consciousness, which like the light bulb that lights up, we become conscious of the thought consciousness. So that is what the eight consciousness is all about, the alaya consciousness is all about. So basically it's the same. The sixth consciousness is Sanya aggregate. The seventh consciousness is Sankara aggregate. The eighth 
consciousness is actually the vijnana with its content. So all this, when you see in the meditation with your awareness, you understand, then you wake up, then how you describe it, how you expand on it, is of no importance or significance. Yet you can still understand. So when there will be people share with you the eight types of consciousness, or just the five agree of form and mind, using the Theravada traditions understanding, it's the same. When you have realized, awakened, you will have the understanding. That's why in that particular video is very good. I explain the whole thing very clearly. And it carries a lot of very important understanding, which are like uh, very important pointers that can enable one to insight in the phenomena, to realize the truth, to awaken. So do read through that transcript. It will help you if you are a cultivator. And read through it a few times, because it's not easy to understand unless you are very good, you have your past, you are a cultivator, then you can understand. But it's good to reflect, contemplate, and go into it and enable your silent mind, awareness, nature to awaken to all this, to see all this. And then it becomes very beautiful. Yeah. So that is the part I want to share. Yeah. Then I also describe quite a lot of what I went through during my early days of cultivation. You look at the subheading. You, you will see a lot of Pali terms being used, the three types of mind. Yeah. We have Mano, Chitta, and Vinyana. They are all explained inside there. Then we also have the three terms for defilements. We have Kalesa, Anusaya, and Asabha. They are all clearly described and explained there. Then we also have the analogy of the five aggregate of form and mind. How we realize that they are dependent, originating, condition arising, causal phenomena. The three things that animate the form and mind into a human being or a living being, they are all explained inside there. Uh, first is we need to have a physical body. We need to have the physical body that is in functioning order. Uh, then we have the second, what they call condition. There must be this consciousness that is ready there upon birth, inception. The rebirth consciousness that become conditioned and evolve into the sophisticated uh, bundle of memories with its uh, what they call uh, conditioned network of consciousness. We call it the totality of conditioned consciousness that the form and mind carries. Then the third one is, of course, the life force. 
the karmic force. Then when the karmic force triggers off the supportive karma to give rise to the karmic force that pump our heart, then it animates us into like a living being, a human being. In our case, it's a human being. Uh, then you start to see, like we become real, we exist. Then like we have this form and mind, the life force that trigger off all this activity that enable us to become conscious of life, to become conscious of what we see, what we hear, what we smell, what we taste, what we tactile feel and think. So that ability to be conscious, to be aware, to live life and all those things is what meditation is all about. So all these are explained inside the transcript book. Then we also have the part where I talk about the collapse of the mundane mind. That one is useful for cultivators of the way who want to understand deeper the Bodhisattva way and then how the enlightenment process, cessation of form and mind leading to the unconditioned can be realized. So all those are there. So do pay attention to that transcript book. You don't have to go and print it out because uh, I think not long, maybe next three weeks or so, or longest within a month, we are going to print that book using our Kayamita fund. So each and every year our Kayamita, you can have your copy, you can collect it. Then if there are people who are interested, you can also help distribute to them for free distribution. So that part, pay attention. We will continue from page 47. Morality, the second of the six perfection. According to Zhenhua, he said it kills one's bad conduct. So this morality is actually sila. The first of the six perfection where the Mahayana describe or uh, teaches because they like this six parameters instead of the ten parameters or ten perfection as taught in the Theravada tradition. So they focus on these six. Yeah, but basically they are quite similar. So first one is dana, dana parami, generosity, that one we have covered. Eh? Second one is sila. So here sila, Shenhua say, it is to counter or cure those that don't have sila. Yeah. So he used the word <laughs> bad conduct. Actually is sila, huh? morality. So if you live your life heedlessly without morality or without sila, then you will get yourself into trouble. Because without sila, you will create a lot of negativity of mind state. And without sila, your karmic nature will fall. So sila is the basis for morality 
for us to take care of our karmic nature. Without Sila, the Buddha already explained, one who don't have Sila will commit major evils, because if you were to check the five basic precepts for lay people, if you were to break them or violate them, they constitute severe karmic negativity. Yeah. You would have committed major evils. Take for example the first precept. The Buddha said, we undertake the training rule to abstain from killing or causing harm to fellow living beings. In Pali, like we chant, at the start, Paratipata Viramani Sikapada Samadhiyami. What is the meaning? Why did the Buddha say this first precept? We undertake the training rule. We have to train ourselves to abstain from killing and causing harm to fellow living beings. So we have to inquire who kill and harm fellow living beings. To kill, there must be very strong driving force born of evil intention behind. So what are the evil roots that leads to killing and causing harm to fellow living beings? Only people who have violent character have a lot of anger, hatred, or very selfish in their intent and because of the selfishness they plot to kill to harm the other one is being deluded if you are not deluded you will not do that you will not create all this evilness of greed hatred and delusion that's why a person who kill and harm he has all the three evilness they constitute major evil so killing if you break the precept, it will bring about severe coming downfall, coming negativity. So like the Buddha said, we are all born of our karma, heir to our karma, conditions supported by our karma. We are what we are because of karma. So if you understand this karmic law, you will be very mindful of your life. You will never violate the precept because it's not worthwhile. Then the Buddha also say, you reap what you sow. Do good because good, do evil because evil. Meaning, if you plant the seed of evil by breaking the precept, you will reap the vipaka or the fruition of it, of the evil things that you do. That's why if you plant the seed of wholesomeness, you will reap the wholesome reward of that action, speech, or thought process. So in the Mayana tradition, they always say this, Zhong yin jie guo, Zhong er yin jie er guo, Zhong san yin jie san guo. And when you understand this, they say, you have to be careful, so that you do not plant the wrong seed and reap the wrong fruit. Chen 
So that is the meaning of that wisdom behind that right view in regards to the law of karma. Then you check the other four precepts. It's the same. So morality is very important. It's not just to correct your bad conduct. It's to keep your what they call karmic negativity at check. This is how you avoid all evil by keeping your precept. If you cannot keep your precept, you cannot avoid all evil. Then if you cannot keep your precept, you cannot develop smarty to meditate. Yeah. That's why we have dana, sila, samadhi, and panya. Panya is wisdom. So without sila, it cannot kickstart samadhi. Samadhi is the collectedness of mind, unwavering mind that can enable you to meditate, to see things as they are, and to awaken an insight into phenomena, to develop the wisdom which is panya. So without sila, there is no samadhi. Very difficult. That's why sila is fundamental. That's why it's one of the six perfections that we have to develop. Okay, we go back to the sharing. So now you understand that. Because I realized in Xianhua's commentary, he didn't expand on it. He didn't uh, go into it. Okay, then the next one is Patient, Kanti, the third perfection. So according to Xianhua, you cultivate the parami of Kanti, of patient endurance with wisdom. is to help you cross over anger so that you don't become violent. You don't become angry. You don't develop envy, jealousy, hatred, and all those things. So here's Shenhua said, do you like to lose your temple? If you don't, then you should cultivate the perfection of patient or kanti, patient endurance, and not get angry. Change your attitude, change your temperament. When people with quick tempers refrain from getting angry, that is patient. And this one I have to correct a bit. Huh? <laughs> so this one is maybe to normal people. Huh? Means you have patience because you refrain. Means you try to suppress your anger. You try not to get angry. So they say this is patient. Actually it's not. If you suppress your anger, that is not patient endurance. Patient endurance is with the understanding that you must not stir your mind to get angry. Means like what we have cultivated under Dhamma Nupasana, the six internal sense bases and six external sense bases, we develop mindfulness of it. So that is for us to see and understand then we understand how anger comes to be, how fear comes to be. They are dependent originating mind state. 
born of wrong view, delusion. So to cultivate patient endurance is to develop the wisdom to retrospectively reverse all this wrong view. We are straightening your view so that you don't get angry anymore. So that the anger cannot actually uh, stir or develop. So cultivating kanti or patient endurance is to develop the wisdom to see clearly, to understand all this, that retrospectively reverse it through straightening your views. Like I explained in the past during the retreat and to most kayameter. When we are mindful and aware, we will come to know how anger come to be, how fear come to be, how worry, anxiety, sorrow and lamentation come to be. Then we realize it's always from one of our senses. Either after we see something, hear something, or smell something, or taste something, or tactilely feel something. If we don't like those conditions, we start, we manifest the negativity of mind state. All this more often than none possibility is when we recall through memory. So when you recall through memory, either your phobia or your scars or memory or something that is fearful like your child abuse or whatever, then it conditions you to develop the fear, the worry, the anxiety. You know. Then you realize it is through one of your senses. When you don't have the wisdom, Yonisokmanasikara, to prompt you to develop the Dhamma understanding to free, then your mind will be conditioned into negativity. That's why they say, Feeling, Vedana, Pachya, Tangha. So feeling that is initially the pure feeling because you are not enlightened yet, you don't have the wisdom, the Yonisomanaska, it will be conditioned into craving. So straight away that link move. You cannot cut, you cannot stop it at all. That's why without wisdom, there is no way. You need wisdom at the moment of sense experience. That's why you need to cultivate this Yoniso Manaskara. Or wisdom at the moment of sense experience, or we call it the initial wisdom, born of the first turning and second turning wisdom, which is Sutamaya Panya and Chittamaya Panya, which we have gone through. So, Mindfulness of the six internal sense bases and the six external sense bases will allow you to see how it originates. Then retrospectively, we are straightening your view, reverse it, so that you do not stir your mind and react anymore. Then the fear will not arise. So how do you do that? Yes, the textbook is silent on that. Very few people understand that, and nobody really thought about that. 
So we have to understand all this. We are inquiring. What did the Buddha said in his teaching? How can we overcome that? The Buddha always tell the monk, develop the ability to see things as they are. We are the direct seeing, the insight, wisdom, jnana dasana, direct knowledge and vision of the reality. So how can we see things as they are? Seeing things as they are is the direct seeing without the words, without the concept, without the mundane mind coming in and interfere to stir the mind, to create the delusion. So that one will enable us to have the solution and answer to develop the wisdom to free the mind. So when the Buddha says, see things as they are, means we have to be mindful the next time we see, or we hear, or we recollect through memory. So when we are mindful and aware, then this wisdom that we have developed through the first, second, or third turning wisdom will promise. Then we will come to this understanding. Because what you see is the reality, condition arising, causal phenomenon. That's why in the Diamond Sutta is mentioned, each year you wafer. Means whatever you observe and see, like the Buddha said, there is the reality. There are causes and conditions behind. So when causes and conditions is set, things will be just the way it is. Means what? He is the way he is. The world is the world. Condition like that, things will be like that. So this understanding free us, liberates us. He is the way he is means deluded people do deluded things. Selfish people do selfish things. Violent people do violent things. Ignorant people do ignorant things. So this is how you develop the wisdom to see things as they are. That is the reality. Everything within the conditioned world are conditioned Dhamma. That's why each year you wafer. So whatever that arises within the conditioned world are conditioned Dhamma. It cannot be otherwise. There might be causes and conditions behind for it to arise. Like the Buddha said, whatever that arises, there are causes and conditions behind. That is the answer. That is the reality. That is what nature is. Because they all echo and flow following nature's law. The Pancha Niyamas. The five universal order of nature. The first two are physical law and biological law. And these are scientific law, non-spiritual. The other three are spiritual law. Law of karma, law of mind, law of truth. So these five panchaniyama governs the whole of arising and ceasing of the existential world within the conditioned world. So this is how you can develop the wisdom to free your mind. And these are not taught because hardly any book write about it or share all this. So this understanding is what you need to develop so that you can free, 
That's why patient endurance is not a theory, not a concept. Uh, not for you to surprise your anger. Oh, anger is an evil root. I must not have anger. Fear is an evil root. I must not have fear. I surprise it. I try to yan, don't want to let it arise. That is not cultivating kanti. Cultivating kanti is to understand the movement, then retrospectively, we are straightening your view to actually reverse all this so that it cannot arise. Because we understand through mindfulness and awareness that all this fear, worry, anxiety, sorrow and lamentation, and even anger, they are dependent originating, condition arising, cause of phenomena, non-intrinsic within our true mind or true nature. They never existed. That's why anger was never you. Fear was never you. Sorrow, lamentation, all the mind state, they were never you. They are dependent originating, cause of phenomena, entity that arise due to causes and conditions. Through your wrong view, you reacted, you stir, and it arise. <clears throat> so when you see all this, you like awaken. My life, I have the choice to live my life. Why should I allow my mind to stir and create the Everest of greed, hatred, and delusion, negativity of karma to arise, to bring about karmic downfall. This is not the way to live life. That's why through all this understanding, you will straight away awaken. Then that Yoniso Manasikara, wisdom at the moment of Sanskrit, will prompt you. He is the way he is. The world is the world. Condition are that things will be like that. So via the wisdom, you straighten your view, you are at peace. When you are at peace, means you can accept the reality within the moment. Where everything is conditioned arising, cause of phenomena. So conditioned Dhamma arise dependent on condition. So it has to be that way. Yeah, that is the reality. So whatever you come to term with the moment is always the reality. You cannot argue with the reality. That's why we have to accept whatever happened. Be at peace. Then when we are at peace, we don't stir. There is no need to be patient. Understand? So patient endurance is a wisdom that understands that you doesn't move. You doesn't create the negativity of movement. So that patient endurance is born of wisdom. That's why cultivating that one is not easy. You, you have to develop a lot of patient endurance. Means you understand everything is just the way it is, cannot be otherwise. Complain also no use, angry also no use, blame people also no use. Well, none of this is going to help you. So when you start to understand all this very clearly, see all this very clearly, then you become different. Then you are very patient. You no longer behave like before. Getting agitated, 
not happy, why like that, why the world is like that, why people like that. No more. All this will cease. Then you just smile, laugh. That's why this patient endurance will keep you going. You become very different. You can endure a lot of things. When things don't go your way, if you got causes and condition is such, never mind. Maybe in the past, coming. That is what my nature in the past through delusion did. So now, causes and conditions arise, it has manifest, unfold, and I have to endure. That's why you have to go through it. Sometimes certain things in life, you have to endure, you have to endure. Like I used to say, when condition is like that, things will be like that. Just like when we travel overseas, when you are overseas. So, it depends on the places you are. When you are at certain places which are not like usual, condition can be very harsh. Then the food may not be what you used to have. Then the environment, the weather, everything may not be as conducive as you want it to be. Then sometimes, maybe the weather not good or there is no air condition or heater and all those things then sometimes you have to endure you have to endure because these are the understanding that you have to develop when condition is like that things will be like that you, you cannot like want things your way unless your parami is different uh, like in the time of the buddha there is one monk, I think. He he a lot of generosity on he has done a lot of Dana Parami. So the Buddha tell this monk, if you want to go to that place which is very cold, very harsh weather, uh, to do your Pindapara, you better get hold of Sivali. Uh, Sivali, uh, bring him along. And then you will have better condition. He has such parami. No matter how bad that situation is, he will receive all those things. Yeah. So, causes and conditions based on your understanding and parami are very important. So sometimes, because of what you have done in the past, when the condition arises, it is like that. Then you will know. You have to endure, you have to endure. It's not for you to decide whether you want or you don't. We have the condition is such. So if you cannot come to terms with that reality, you will have your, what they call, craving, attachment, and you will suffer. You want things your way, which is not nature's condition. So ability to come to terms with the reality, with whatever that manifests within nature, is wisdom number one. That's why patient endurance is to have this wisdom. We call it echo and flow. Yeah. Echo and flow is very important. Yeah. Uh, in Mandarin, it's what? Sun Fa Zhiran. What? Sui Yen. Something like that. Uh, uh, so when you understand 
that you have to act on and flow means that is wisdom giving rise to patient endurance understand or zen means you have to patiently endure it's like disease and sickness yeah suddenly let's say you develop some of our disease yeah it can be covid 19 or whatever happen already understand or? you complain also no use miserable also no use understand? before the help can come before the doctor can help to diagnose you and give you the medication you need to endure it you need to go through the experience and develop the dhamma understanding behind it that's why the buddha say dukkha is to be understood when you are confronted with the first noble truth reality even all is sickness and death you develop the second turning wisdom this noble truth of dukkha is to be understood then how can i understand it i have to confront it and i have to be mindful of it then i know i have to patiently endure before i can get the medication or the help i have to understand otherwise you got two choice complain react and become miserable away then you'll lose your day your mind become unhappy miserable that is what dhamma is so when you have the dhamma you will know how to develop all this patient endurance you will know how to accord and flow you will not crave for things one things your way yeah? that strong desire yeah? for the condition to be otherwise you will never do those foolish thing anymore yeah. then with your wisdom and the understanding you can just patiently develop the understanding silent then because of your parami when you are patient when you don't stir your mind don't react and get angry and become miserable you realize the dhamma flow that all of a sudden everything like reverse itself that's why through my cultivation my understanding i always advise kayamita and even my own children uh, i say whatever happened in life no matter how negative that thing is how unhappy you may become never get angry uh, never complain never stir your mind uh, accept the reality then with clarity of mind reflect contemplate then understand what happened uh, then through the understanding reverse all this ask yourself how can i resolve all this amicably how can i move on we are cultivating the noble eightfold path we are cultivating the dhamma so this is how you can free otherwise when you stir your mind get angry become impatient you know what happened these are evil roots roots of evil evil condition more karmic negativity from the past that's why when you are in that negativity of mind state more and more negative karma happen you become like more and more affected more and more like soya they say Uh, no luck <laughs> it's nothing to do with luck you stir your mind and create the causes and initiation for all the coming negativity to arise
That's why patient endurance, when you understand, you can cultivate it differently. And it's really beautiful. Mm. Okay, so that part I have covered. Huh? Go back to the sharing. Huh? I have to move on. Huh? I only covered two. Huh? <laughs> or three, huh? three at least. Ah, two only. Huh? Morality and patient only. Two. Dana is last session. Today is Sila and Kanti. Uh, the next one is Virya. Huh? Virya is vigor. Huh? It's the fourth perfection. So it overcomes laxness or mean laziness. Huh? So he said, are you lazy? Huh? If you are lazy, cultivate Virya. So they are more concerned with uh, developing the Virya or spiritual tenacity to cultivate because they don't want to be like caught uh, lacking the virya to cultivate means you become like uh, uh, what we use you become like uh, you didn't push yourself means you develop the complacency and you become lazy lax and you you are not serious about your cultivation so he said to overcome that you must cultivate Virya. But this spiritual faculty of perfection, you need to understand it deeper. Because Virya arise through an understanding also. Without Sadda, Virya cannot arise. Once you have Sadda, faith in the Buddha and his teaching, then it will drive you to cultivate. We are what? We are seeing the importance of this teaching. And we are knowing how wonderful and unique the Buddha is. So the Buddha is not only enlightened, he is the fully enlightened one, perfect in virtue and wisdom. Then his teaching cannot, uh, sorry, his teaching can bring about enlightenment in the here and the now, liberate your mind, free you forever, so that you don't have to come back to this existential world to take rebirth through ignorance again, so that suffering need not be. So such a teaching is so unique, so beautiful, and so wonderful, then what are you waiting for? For me, when I see the importance of this teaching and how unique the Buddha is, that gratitude towards the Buddha, that faith towards the Buddha and his teaching would drive me to cultivate. That's why since the year 1971, when I saw that Four Noble I told myself, no need to search anymore. No turning back. This is the one. That's why I went all out. And it drives me to search for this teaching. To understand this teaching. That's why after that, everything falls into place. Because my nature from the past knew that this is what I need. The Four Noble Truth. And nobody can do that unless he's the real enlightened being. They have a, but nobody can summarize all of life both mundane and supramundane into just four noble truths, such beautiful truths. 
Noble truths are truths that can make you noble ones or enlightened ones. This idea is so unique. So this understanding is very important. Huh? Okay, so at least we cover three. Yeah? Okay, I think we will stop here. Huh? So today again, uh, less than half a page. Yeah? <laughs> so anyway, uh, today sharing is very good. Huh? So the next one is Dayan Samadhi, yeah? the fifth parameters. Then the sixth one is Panya. That one we will continue next session. Yeah? Please take a note. Huh? On the 12th of July this month, that means next week onward, until 17th, I will be away with some of the Kayamitas. We are usually going on a trip to Sabah. So class will be cancelled. So I was told 12 is Wednesday, so the Tuesday class 11 also will be cancelled until that whole week. So just make a note. Anyway, the notice will be sent out, yeah? so you all can have a one-week break if you want to, okay? So we can continue your second session, yeah? which is meditation reporting, followed by whatever question that you may have uh, regarding the Dhamma, the meditation, or how to apply the teaching yeah? to help you understand life yeah? and solve all your life problems. The other one is sharing of Dhamma in daily life based on your own cultivation, experience, and all things. Yeah. Hello, ah. uh, Amitofo, Radio, uh, Mrs. Steele, yeah, and yeah. all Kayamitas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, um, yeah, I have one thing, but the Radio, this one is related to like uh, health matters. Is it ah, appropriate no to share? You can share. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but before that, uh, you, I also yeah. like to express my gratitude and respect to all my teachers, mm, uh, Brother Tio, and mm. all my past teachers. Uh, mm, you know that uh, they they may not be my so-called personal teachers, but they yeah. have uh, somehow uh, somewhat uh, yeah. guided me in um, their dharma sharing. Yes. Yes. You know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when I attend retreat, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. what what I want to say is like people, uh, monks at like Ajahn Brahm, for example, yeah, right? Yeah, I yeah. listen to his Dhamma talk yeah. even before I actually uh, interested in uh, uh, in, uh, in in yeah Dhamma. Yeah, so actually, he he he. In fact, he, he this Ajahn Brahm. Uh, He's the one that actually brings a lot of joy to me. Yeah, to he is a very to... jovial monk. Uh, yes. He brings a lot of jewel sharing and jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, a lot of, uh, what I should say, uh, people whom I met when they discuss this topic about Jam Brown, they like his humor, the way he shares and the way he deals. Yeah? He is basically a Westerner. And when he shares, I think a lot of people like the way he actually put forward the teaching. <laughs> That's why he's very popular among uh, a lot of Asian Buddhists. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because of him, actually, I become more interested in the Dharma and yeah. also, yeah, I um, has a lot of faith in the Triple Gem, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, also uh, when I attended Sayale retreat, uh, mm -hmm. It gives me a lot of uh, 
sense of urgency, the seriousness of cultivation, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So the discipline, you know. Mm. Although it was like very stressful then, I know because yeah, yeah. Uh, you know when you do not know anything, uh, definitely <laughs> it's going to be stressful. Yeah, you know? those are so the want phases to, yeah. that cultivator go through. Yes, correct. So I don't want to give the impression that you know is uh, so scary, you know, to attend yeah, retreat. Yeah, it's yeah, not like that. Yeah. It's just because I'm being new. Um, you know, so not knowing anything and uh, going to such a, a, a intensive uh, retreat, uh, <laughs> it is yeah. very stressful to me. Yeah, like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But in my personal point of view, my own uh, experience, because of like Brother Tio said, the beginning of the cultivation, you know, yeah, so it's the phase where you start, that is the most difficult phase. At that time, most people, when they just want to come out and search, they don't know what this thing is, especially religion. And sometimes if they have finally chosen the religion, they find it very difficult to go around to find the right teacher who can teach them or explain to them basically what is this religion or this teaching. Uh, <laughs> That search is not easy, huh? because in the early day, I remember, despite what I have, my past, although it helped me a lot. But then, in the early days, I remember, when I tried to develop some understanding of what the mind is. Because at that time, very strange, huh? when I was form 5, huh? form 6, the search. I only want to know something about the mind, you know. If somebody has explained to me what this mind is, then I know I can penetrate already, you know. But I can't, know. Then finally, when I came to the uni, then I came to know the Chief Reverend Kesri Dabanda. Luckily, he actually gave us a break. He was able to explain a lot of this, what we call Theravada tradition, Dhamma teachings, means he is very good. Chief Raman, he, he has very good understanding and knowledge of the Buddhist teaching, the whole Nibitaka, in fact, the Pali canon or thing. That's why he can recite them. He has good understanding of Pali words too. Then he also wrote a lot of book, a lot of this Dhammapada, uh, verses, uh, he, the whole Dhammapada verses book, 423, the thick book, uh, is very well written and uh, published. So all this actually helped. Then he gave a lot of talk. Every Sunday, we have our Dhamma talk. Then every Friday night, he has his Dhamma talk. Then in between, people invite him and other places. And I was in charge of recording at that time, I remember. So we have a group of us. Then most of the thing is done by me, my wife, yeah? and sometimes other Kayamita help out. So we do all the recording. Then we do all the dubbing, the taping, and all those things. Then we set up the tape library. Yeah? We label them. We loan to people who has affinity and interest, free. Yeah. You you only need to like return uh, or contribute the blank tape for us to do the uh, dubbing uh, or 
transfer of the uh, recording. Mm. So all this, so I remember, I bought three or four of the uh, dubbing machine. No? Uh, because that one is a double deck one where I can copy one. Oh, we dub until uh, the whole machine, the head uh, also cannot dub already, so I had to buy a new one. I remember I bought three or four of those units uh, just to do it up. So because of that, the theory of the teaching, the format or setup, basic framework was there. But they are not linked, not connected, I realize. Uh, then it's like uh, the zigzag puzzle. Yeah? One piece here, one piece there. Everything like separate. The whole picture not there. Uh, the flow chart that my daughter did one. Uh, that one that link and connect everything. Uh, you call that my map huh? was not there. That's why at that time, it was not easy. Uh, that's why later on when I developed the cultivation, when I developed the understanding after 1989, that I understood what this thing is. And then I can teach, I can share. That's why later on when Yun Chang came and invited me, my nature said, hey, it's about time you come out. You don't come out, who else can come out? So that's the reason why I came out. Then when I came out, the way I teach is very different. I teach based on understanding. You don't understand, you cannot start. That's why the basic essential dhamma, I keep on like repeating and repeating and repeating. So people who doesn't understand it, I repeat. No, because it is to give rise to understanding. Because when you approach it and connect it up, then you see the beauty of the teaching then you understand how they are all linked and connected and developed through all the pancha niyamas, especially the three spiritual uh, law, karma niyama, chitta niyama, and dhamma niyama. So all this, it trigger off the understanding and the unfolding of all the teaching. That's why the mind map, everything came out. Then with that, easy for people to cultivate, to develop the understanding. Then the more difficult part is, of course, the development of awareness-based meditation to actually supersede the thought base. Uh, that one is not easy. That one took me quite a long time. Uh, then over the last few years only, I think people start to develop the confidence and understanding. Mm. And apart from that, we also uh, need to uh, develop the understanding of the cultivation of the Bodhisattva way, uh, the vows and all those things. So the same way, the essential Dhamma and all those that are needed are already develop into a book. We call it the Heart Sutta Short Notebook. And that book, go and read it up and develop the understanding and cultivate. Then the sainthood way, everything that you need to understand and cultivate, they are all there. Yeah. 
Then if you want to go the Bodhisattva way, uh, read the blue book, Cultivating the Bodhisattva way. Uh, then you want to develop penetrative, penetrative pointers and understanding. Listen to all the recording, uh, especially those that have the transcript one. They are very good. And all this can really be a gem uh, for cultivators of the way. Uh. So very good, Pocheng. What you mentioned is correct. Uh, initially, it's not easy. Uh, the beginning phase of your search. Uh, then what happened after that? You continue. Uh. Uh, no, Brother uh, I I just want to say that, uh, I mean, uh, I, I want to really express my gratitude. And, uh, to um, us all. I respect, yes, you. to all my teachers, like, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. the... the, the the teachers on my past and yeah, yeah. present teacher, you know, Bratio, that uh, guided uh, me along uh, all these teaching that you mentioned, you know, is yeah. uh, uh, a very uh, it's called precious gem, like Bratio said, like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yes, and and how Bratio connect all the teachings together, huh? yeah, and yeah. link it up and connect it and um, gives it really kind of like. Uh, like a mind map, like brother, you say yeah, like yeah. how you map all them together yeah. and connect, you know, yeah. which uh, you don't see uh, other teachers do that. Uh, you you know, cannot like, find. Huh? Yes, yes, that that is. So the, that the teaching the... can be developed in such clarity. Huh? Yes, in yes, yes. Lucid really. Yes. Uh, Yes, correct, correct, correct. So for us, like for us, right, when we do our cultivation, we have parts and pieces here and there, you know. Right, and then yeah. when you share all these, uh, it, you you kind of like uh, put the dot and you know yeah, put the you can dot. see the whole picture. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. Otherwise, you don't know where you are. You you like uh, cannot understand because the full picture not there. So they yes, say, yes. uh, tao bu bu <laughs> in Hokkien. Uh, yes, yes, uh, yes. Uh, yes, you, you, you connect them together okay, and, uh, and then it, uh, it flow. it's kind of like a, a closed loop, you know, for us. Yeah, yeah. Know, the whole loop. big picture becomes yeah. clear, then very easy to cultivate. Yes. Means you yes. cultivate with understanding. Yes, yes, this yes. This is the whole Dhamma. They are all interconnected, interrelated. It's yes, not yes. separate pieces here and there. Uh, the Dhamma is only one Dhamma, actually. Uh, the universal yes. truth. Uh, yes. Dhamma is basically truth. And the Buddha summarizes it as noble truth, not ordinary truth. Mm. Yeah, you can continue. Yes. So, yeah. so, so, like I said, I, I want to express my gratitude and uh, respect mm. and thanks to all these uh, teachers of my my past teachers and yeah. current teachers, Radio mm. and all the Ajans and Sayale that yeah, I exactly. come across, like, you know. So mm. I, I actually learned uh, a lot of things, like, you know, for, uh, to, to start to kick off my cultivation, you know, yeah, in yeah. that sense, in that way, because yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I may not understand a lot of the things uh, in the past, but now I seem to appreciate that uh, they may have their ways of teaching, like, you know, some yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, give me a lot of joy in listening yeah, to yeah, his yeah. Uh, Dharma, you know. Sayale yeah. is like very uh, serious, you know, very disciplined type, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, actually a lot of the Sayale that I met uh, is very disciplined, very, uh, <laughs> have a lot of, uh, I, mean, I mean, sense of urgency, you know, cannot just yeah. go there and uh, 
uh, lay back and uh, do nothing, you know, yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So, so it kind of like give me the, uh, the the sense of urgency, like push me mm. a lot, like, you know, yeah, so that, that I will not be lazy. Sense you know? of urgency. Yeah, so, so that contemplate on marana nusati. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Correct, correct. So mm. that's how I think I developed that 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 marana uh, nusati. Uh, nusati for mm. for my uh, cultivation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It drives yeah. you. Uh, the yes, yes. Uh, yes. yes, yes. I I think because... that is how how it happened, right? Yeah. Because yeah. without that understanding, you take things com, uh, for granted, then you become yes. complacent, then you are not serious, then you won't go far, you won't develop the program. But when you become very serious, you become different. It will drive you, and you will cultivate with all the understanding, the faith, and that virya, that urgency, sense of urgency, you use it correctly uh, that word yes. is beautiful uh, that sense yes. of urgency will drive you that's why virya can also come about from there uh, not only faith in the buddha and his teaching but the sense of urgency uh, mm. but but i have both line you no know, because i have the joy of learning the the, yeah. the dharma and then i have this sense of urgency from the 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 the, the discipline that given yeah. you know thought you know yeah so yes. so uh, that is how uh, I mean I I, I see that the yeah the it benefited you, you know, yeah. The, yeah it benefited me and the the approach given to me in that manner yeah uh, so I kind of benefited from it okay mm -hmm. uh, so Bertio thank you very much for your uh, you know teaching that helped me develop uh, even further you know in my cultivation mm -hmm. so the second part that I wanted to share is about uh, the health. Ah, item ah, yes ah. okay so i will talk about that first quickly so that other people can share you know yeah, yeah, um yeah. okay so uh what i wanted to say is uh remember i was doing my uh, blood test variety ah so, yeah yeah that one you have shared the first yes, part yes first. yeah <laughs> yes so i want to talk about the result of the test you know ah. yes so the result of the test so uh in the past, I never do this test before, the vitamin mm. D test of Ratio. Yeah, the yeah. vitamin D test. So mm. I did the test and it shows that I was in the borderline case, you know. Mm -hmm. so this vitamin D, I did not know that is so very important, Ratio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vitamin so D is very important, yeah. The D, you know, the D. Yeah, itself. yeah, I know. <laughs> so, so this D, uh, if, if it's uh, lacking in D, uh, actually I... Did not know until uh, I watched a video that was shown to me by my mm. husband. I know mm. he tells me if you have a lack of vitamin D, you will have some uh, on and off uh, backache. You know, oh. on and off backache. Okay, mm. so this doctor actually um, in the video uh, the doctor Eric but in the video mm. says that if you have uh, a deficiency in vitamin D, uh, you will have backache. Mm. So actually, I. I didn't really take it uh, too seriously when I have backache because I thought, because in the past when I was young, I also have some backache on yeah, and off. Yeah, yeah. And then now that I have some backache, it's not a big deal, you know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. actually, it's, uh, you, you don't have to suffer unnecessarily. That's yeah, what yeah, I mean, yeah. you know? When you so, have that so, understanding, yes. Yes. So if you have enough vitamin D, but vitamin D, you see, for me, is like, exposed to the sun, you should be okay, you don't have any problem. Yeah, but, yeah. Actually, but actually, it's, 
depending how much intensity, how, how many minutes you actually in the sun, uh, yeah, in yeah, order yeah. to have that uh, the right amount of vitamin D and how your body, uh, 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 how your body, uh, how you call that, how your body uh, utilize the sun, uh, you know, yeah. is also different from person to person, you know. Right, right. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So uh, your body may not develop the vitamin D from the exposure of the sun because of your skin color. If your skin color is darker, you will develop slower and then you need oh, longer no to, to be under the sun. So mm. it all depends, you know, okay, from people to people also. But mm. anyway, my case, I thought I have enough sun because I go out in the sun, you know, and then <laughs> walk I do my, yeah, yeah, I do my morning walk, I yeah. do my marketing or whatever. So I yeah. thought I have enough sun, but actually because you see the doctor also mentioned if you are covered, you know, from head to toe, huh, then yeah, you have uh, little exposure. And all those thing, yeah. yeah, very little exposure to the sun and you walk under the shelter parkway, yeah, you yeah, not yeah. Uh, have the sun. So in, in that sense, it's limited. Right? So it's limited. Mm -hmm. So you may not get the sufficient uh, amount of sunlight to give you the vitamin D developed, yeah, yeah, yeah. built in your body. So that's why uh, that explain on and off I have this uh, back pain you know but, uh -huh. but some people may not have the back pain some people will have developed into muscle pain or muscle yeah, ache, you yeah, know? Yeah. so there are a few symptoms of vitamin D deficiency oh, so what it's are the good symptoms? that sim yeah there are a few you know but uh -huh. can be very severe also if you oh, okay. very very oh, uh, good, uh, good to uh, share uh, you yeah, if you have very hard call that uh, deficient, they put it as like deficient, yeah. inadequate, and uh, normal, you know, normal range. Mm. So if you, uh, like for my case, I was a border, a borderline, borderline case. Yeah. I just so below the, the good range line, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so probably like for me, I don't have enough exposure of the sun or maybe uh, I don't eat enough of the kind of food that give me the vitamin D, you know. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh. So it's a few factors, like, you know, that kind of thing. But vitamin D from the sunlight is the most natural way to get it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's good to get. So it, 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 so for us, uh, as we grow older, we may not have the, the so-called nutrient that we have, you know, that we eat from, you know. The food yeah, that we yeah, eat may yeah. not have enough nutrients to support us to maintain our body. So it's very important sometimes, uh, uh, although we do not like to eat supplement, uh, I mean, for my case, I also uh -huh. not very disciplined eating supplement in the past, uh, you know, because uh, I thought that if I eat enough of a uh, balanced diet, I should have enough uh, nutrient for my body, you know. Yeah. So, so uh, in that sense, I wasn't very disciplined in my uh, input. I mean, not taking on a disciplined manner to take my uh, multivitamins, I know that kind of thing. So uh, from this lesson, I kind of like realized that it's very important that I take my vitamin D, you know, mm. yeah, because I don't have enough sunlight, although I live in a very hot country, but you know, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. So, so it all depends on your activity and uh, your exposure to the sunlight. If you wear mm. long sleeve, long pants, definitely you don't get enough, you know, right? yeah, yeah. okay. So, so my point is that also after I take my, the, the important thing is after I take my vitamin D, right, brother, uh -huh. I realized I don't have the back pain anymore, you know. Oh, Sato. Yes. Good. Very, very effective, you know. Actually, wow. the doctor, in that, that video that the doctor said, huh, to, let's say a person that have a 
back pain, right? And uh, I've been pain for many days, kind of like severe enough. Lah, huh? Then uh, you take that amount of vitamin D that he recommended, uh, you uh, will see the effect immediately in wow, 15 so minutes. That's 15 really minutes good. Yeah, that's good. 15 yeah. minutes, the doctor said, you know. Yeah. So I, 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 for me, I didn't take that uh, 10,000 IU that he recommended because my one uh, is not severe, you know, brother. Yeah, yeah. My one is like on and off. I... I guess it's when I don't have enough exposure to the sunlight or I don't have a balanced diet, you know, that give me the vitamin D, huh? therefore mm -hmm. my backache will be triggered, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. a, a bit pain here and there, like, the cutting the back. Oh. So, so when I take already huh, on a daily basis, huh, so I took more than the usual amount uh, that I uh. need to take, you know. Usually uh. I will take normal case i take 1000 are you uh, yeah. but because of the, what i what i saw on the video and the the recommend i mean what he recommended is 10000 so yeah. i took like 4000 you know 4000 oh that's okay. four times 4000 4000 but yeah. but the doctor recommended 10000 right? oh 10000 no wonder. yeah he recommended 10000 you will see the effect in 15 minutes but because my case is not severe so i take only 4000 oh. so i take it for like uh, for 3 days you know i uh. see that the backache no more happening you know but oh, until today less no, no no more happening at all you know or even mm. though i don't have uh, i mean exposure to sunlight every day you know but mm, you know? so so it helps like it helps yeah 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 okay. definitely it this is good news yes. a lot of people so, don't know. Uh. yeah so actually the other thing is uh, in all our blood tests, uh, not all blood tests uh, will do the vitamin D, you know. Yeah, in yeah. fact, the last time I did my all my medical tests, uh, blood tests, they don't have the vitamin D inside. It just happened that this particular uh, time that I do the medical test, uh, this mm. clinic offered the vitamin D, you know. Oh. So I did that. Therefore, I know, I realized that my vitamin D has been on the borderline case. It could be in the oh. past, uh, I been in the borderline case, I do not know because it was not tested. Yeah, you know, yeah. on and off, lah, you know, on and off. Maybe captured, not captured, I do not know. But on and off, I mean for me, based on my own experience, I feel that I on and off will have that, but not not chronic, not severe kind, lah, you know. Mm. Okay. So okay, coming to back to this, right? Then I I went for my morning walk, right? I met my neighbor. I met uh. my neighbor. So my neighbor just talked to me what I do, that kind of thing, lah, just chit-chat. After that, he, he, I mean, she told me about the husband having problem. I said, what kind of problem? He said he has a very bad uh, backache. Huh? Oh. I said, backache. So I said, I, I, did he do any tests or not? Blood tests to check yeah. the vitamin D. Apparently, they also never do, you know, Bratio. Oh, no wonder. Yeah, they also very never do. But no, what you mentioned. Yeah. I also haven't yeah. heard of this. The oh, first you haven't heard also? Okay. No, so, 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 so I told them, you know, I mean, the uh. husband had a problem. You see, the husband, he's working, uh, and then morning he go to work, come back at night. Hardly got any sun, no, brother. Look yeah, at yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. very, very fair, you know, fairer <laughs> than me, fairer than the wife also. The wife <laughs> is even darker than him. So I suspect maybe he also not enough vitamin D, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His is even worse. This severe until he go to the bone doctor. Okay. What? Chiropractor. Oh, chiropractor. To, to, uh, uh, to, to look at his uh, back, back, back ache, you know. Yeah, pain, yeah. You know? 
Yeah. So so I I tell them to quickly go and do the check at the whatever clinic that I went nearby yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. So uh of so he, she was so happy. They were so happy that there there could be some hope to to yeah, help yeah. him to uh, heal recover, and cure yeah, that. Heal him because he 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 has been going to see this uh, uh bone doctor, yeah. chiropractor, right? But uh, never yeah. have any improvement. No. So yeah, most of the time, a... no improvement on, unless you get a good one. <laughs> so no improvement. So this one, I I hope they they discover and then probably will help them solve their problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If problem, the D can really solve, it's a blessing to them. Yes, yes, exactly. So I hope it helps them to his this uh, vitamin husband to thing, I believe because when I was in Form 5, I studied the, what they call... Uh, Health science, health science. That time I studied health science, I took the exam. I don't have teacher or not. Our school don't have health science teacher or not. We have to study our own or not. Oh, but because there is this textbook which is very good, uh, I score A. <laughs> yeah. And that one I like because they highlight to us uh, vitamin deficiency uh, can give rise to a lot of problems, especially if you like vitamin C. Uh, you develop scurvy and a lot of disease, health problems are necessary. But once you have enough vitamin C, wow, you recover and no more problem. That's why vitamins are very important, especially multivitamins. But some people don't believe in that. Please be careful. Because last time I think I met one guy, I don't want to mention him. He, I think, in the pharmaceutical industry. He said, Betty, Betty, I know you, that's why I want to give you good advice. Forget about all the vitamin C that they recommend to you, don't waste money. I think there's some truth in that. We have vitamin C very easily, you can get from fruits and all those things. But other vitamins which are not so easily available, you need to eat. I think you need to have the supplement, you have to have it. But you also have to be thankful in the sense that there's a lot of this artificial thing that people put onto the shelf to sell. Uh, and unless it's proven, uh, uh, produced by reliable pharmaceutical companies, or people have used it, tested uh, to be good, uh, then try not to use it. Uh, so my advice is, is useful, find out. Eh? Don't be gullible. Don't don't just accept lock, stock, and barrel and just do. But from the doctor one, reliable. Don't worry. So your case is very good. That news can help people. So next time other people got back, I tell them you go and check your vitamin D. See got deficiency or not. Then vitamin D actually, like you say, free. Go into the sun. My wife like to do that. He always tell me, hey, morning sun, uh, before 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Uh, is very good. Uh, but your lady is not so easy. Uh. You cannot take off your shirt. Uh. <laughs> we all men can take off our shirt <laughs> and walk around. <laughs> uh, but when you are in your morning walk, your attire, don't wear long sleeve. I think it's okay. Uh, wear the attire, normally people wear short. Uh. So quite a lot of your face, your body, they are uh, exposed to sunlight. Uh, 
So every time the sunlight come out, my wife will say, Hey, morning sun, good, good, good. You say, your back face the sun. <laughs> yeah. I think that one definitely helped. Eh? But for me, I got a lot of sunlight. Uh, my daughter also said, we all dark color, one, tinted one. We go into the sun uh, very fast, we get dark one. <laughs> uh, but just now you say, if your skin color is dark, vitamin D very difficult to go in. Uh. Oh, yes, yes. For darker <laughs> skin one, you need a longer time exposure oh, but to our the sun. Skin originally was not dark, but very easily become dark one. The moment oh. I expose the sunlight, I, I get the tenting very fast. Mm. Yeah, according to this doctor, he said like you need like 20 minutes uh, per day, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunlight, something yeah, like that. We yeah. normally walk for at least 30 or to 40 minutes, uh, sometimes 45 minutes. Yeah. Yes. So so that that's all I want to share for today, good, good. Brother. Brother, so, yeah. Yes, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Huh? Let us yeah. rejoice. Sadu, 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 sadu. So we will share merit, transfer merit, then we end. Huh? Oh, today, good timing. Aka sata chilpumata devanaga mahindika punyang tang anamoditwa chirang rakantu lokasasana eta wata chamehi sampadan punya sampadan sabbe deva anamodantu Sabasampati Siddhiya Idang Menya Tinang Hotu Sukita Hontunya Tayo Idang Menya Tinang Hotu Sukita Hontunya Tayo Idang Menya Tinang Hotu Sukita Hontunya Tayo Devo Satukalena Sasasampati Hetocha Vito Bawatu Lokocha Raja bawa tu damiko, imina punyang kami nak, mami bala semagamo, satang semagamo hotu, yawa nivana dia, sadu, sadu, sadu. Okay, you all can now pay respect my play the Lord Buddha. Kwanyin Bodhisatta and all the worthy ones. Eh? Then we will end our whole sharing. Eh? Sadhu.